Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hard Hide. Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Dave, we are doing the mailbag as we do every week. We got Thomas back in Poland running the show. Patrons only. Uh, patrons, as always, remember, send us questions for the mailbag do it in the the discord channel for the questions for the show we get to all of them eventually thomas does a great job of curating them making sure we get to them all we use all the content that you guys generously send us uh thomas first question what you got uh all right first question from saints rabbit he asks if the saints ended up 11 and 6 Won the NFC South and lost mm-hmm. in the divisional round. How much of an offensive overhaul would you still want in the offseason? By the way, that's what I call uh, that's like that's NFL purgatory. That's what you call purgatory. It's no, like it's you're, not. Yeah, it is. It's like you're good. You're good enough to make the playoffs. You're even good enough you, to maybe win a game, but you're not good enough to ever go to the Super Bowl. And if you're not going to the Super Bowl, it's like what's the point? Because then no. you got a shitty draft pick. Uh, oh, it's, that's it's great. like you, you're, you're in between, you're in between no, two worlds. You get, you, you're in that, between that, two worlds. No, but that means you, that means you had a, that means Dave, you had a fun 18 weeks. You won a division title. You got a t-shirt. 11 and won. six is fun. I don't know if 11, 11 and six is awesome. And you get a t-shirt for winning the division title. You get a home playoff win. You get to go to the divisional round of the playoffs, which is the most fun. You're assuming they're hosting. They might not be hosting. No, well, if they, I mean, in the divisional round, level, I'm assuming. I'm assuming if they go 11 and six, they're winning the South. So if they go 11 and six, you win the yeah, South. 
You host a playoff game. You win that playoff game. And then you go to the divisional round, which is the most fun football week of the year because it's the final eight of the year. And so, like, you get a whole it's week where, like, countdown. you get a whole week where you get to binge <laughs> Saints content where they're probably, like, playing the 49ers, the Eagles. So, they're the fo- they, they have a ton I of I do not want to play the 49ers. Please do not let us play the 49ers. No, but it'd be fun. Like, that would be fun. Best team in but the I think, I think to his point, though. What was the original I, question? He would would how much of an overhaul would the Saints do oh. if they went eleven and six and they won a playoff game and then, you know, I think I also again so my answer again is like that's NFL purgatory because I I think that's what this person is hinting at is like that's going to be a problem like they're going to be good enough good enough where they feel like they're good uh, and maybe they get complacent. And not bad enough where it's like, oh, we got to, we, we, we really need well, help. When, it, when in I fact, think, I do think they really do need help. I really do. I think they, no, they, 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 we they, need offense. Your first three rounds, offensive line, oh, straight through. Let's go. Come on. Well, no, I think, the, though, to be a little bit nuanced on this, like if they go 11 and six and they win the yeah, South. You and right? nuance, that's, uh, that, that's it's, an oxymoron. It, it's an oxymoron. But like, let's say they play the playoff game and they play. Let's say they play Atlanta and it's like steel cage death match. We're all like, oh my God, we can't lose again to Atlanta in a playoff game. But they beat Atlanta and it's like 13 oh. to 10 and the offense <laughs> stinks, right? But they win. So we're like, thank God we beat Atlanta in the playoff right. game. We yeah. laugh at the Falcons and we're like, haha, we beat you in a playoff game. You'll never live this down. 28 to 3 and we beat you in a playoff game. Go kill yourself. Um, but then the next week they go to San Francisco and they get housed 35 to 10. I think they would still make a ton of offensive changes. I think they would be like, thank you, Pete. You were great. We love you. Um, we're not going to fire you, but we're going to move your desk, like office space. Like, <laughs> Milton, we're going to move your desk, and you're going to be an nice analyst. Swing line, swing line, stay clear. Yeah, that's right. You're gonna, we're going to move your desk, and you're going to be an analyst, and we're going to go hire an offensive coordinator. And at that point, I think the Saints' offensive coordinator job would be appealing because I think a young, hot, innovative offensive coordinator would look at the Saints and be like, hey, the Saints just won a division title. Yeah, they got their, they got their ass kicked in a playoff game by San Francisco or whoever in the second round. But I can be the offensive coordinator that fixes them. Okay, and in so two years, I'll be getting a head coaching job. Well, so, so, I think- so, okay, so wait. So 11 and 6, but they fire their offensive coordinator. Not fire him, just promote him upstairs, make him an analyst so he can spend more time with his family. You no, know, because my, because, because, so here's, here's, here's my follow up question to this question. And, uh, and I have my own opinion on this, but, you know, DA is a defensive coach. That's right. And Sean Payton was an offensive coach. I mean, I guess my, I guess my concern is, you know, even if we're talking about an overhaul, I'm worried that we're going to get into the same situation we were in with Peyton, where he was an offensive-minded guy, and he either because he hired the wrong people or or because he was poorly evaluating defensive talent himself. But I'm worried we're in the opposite situation with Dennis Allen, and I'm worried that, like, no matter what Dennis Allen does— it's always going to be duds on offense because he just cannot, no, he's, he I, doesn't have that vision or he hires the wrong person uh, or he sticks with Pete Carmichael. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. That, that, that's my I concern. Think, I think that's my concern. I think that's a, I think that's a valid concern, but I think, thank you. Thank you. But I think another concern that's just as valid is 
the Saints to flip your fear on its head, you can go the, the optimist route where the Saints win the division, or let's just say they sneak into the playoffs, right? And maybe they get their head kicked in in the wild card game. And the DA is like, okay, Pete, we got to make changes. We're done with the Sean Payton offense. I'm making changes. To the flip side of your thing is that he never gets it fixed. The flip side of that is he hires the absolute right guy on offense. And in two years, you got to hire him again because a, t- a, a team will say, oh, my God, the Saints – we want their offensive coordinator. Their offense right. was a disaster. Yeah. And the last two years, their top five. I want that 30-year-old offensive coordinator that Dennis Allen plucked from some team, random team. I want him to be my head coach. And DA's got to do it all again because we know teams are more likely to hire offensive coaches to be head coaches than defensive guys. So yeah. like Sean Payton, when he hired Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen was a failure with the Raiders. And let's be realistic, he probably wouldn't have got a job anywhere else except with the Saints. So, like, Dennis Allen was, like, there for a long time. Whereas, like, Dennis Allen makes a great offensive coordinator hire next year. In one or two years, that guy's going to be gone. So, Isn't, it, isn't Eric Bieniemy still an offensive coordinator? Can we get him? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Washington, though, their quarterback's been sacked, like, 30 times in five <laughs> games. And they just lost to the Bears. So, I don't know. Like, let's hold the... Let's hold the, the let's hold off love. on the anointing. Maybe the oils. the enemy hype is finally uh, finally cooled, dead. Cooled. It was hot for a while. Like going into yeah, that Bears every game, off, it was hot. every well, every off season, Eric enemy was always the, the number guy, one guy that was hired. gonna make the jump to become the next head coach, uh, and it's never happened. That's right, Thomas. What's the, next? The Messiah. <laughs> no, the Messiah. He was the Messiah. What's next? The sa- the savior. Let me put you in the picture. Let me show you what I mean. Yeah. I have that okay, shirt, next, Dave, by the way. Next, like question, next question from Bodrich. I know. You know what's funny? I, I, I think for the first time ever on the intro of this past big show, I just noticed I think you're wearing this shirt in one of the clips that Thomas I think we need to, we need to have a match. We need to be who twinsies. Wore it better? Who twinsies wore it better? next week. I'll make sure to wear the shirt. You make sure to wear the shirt. We can be twinsies on the show. Well, the temperature finally dropped uh, in New so you Orleans. Can go long sleeves. You can enough go for, long no, it's not even long. It's just three quarter sleeves. It, just, it dropped yeah. enough. It didn't drop that much. It just dropped a little bit. So I was able to just go with a three quarter sleeve. If it if it yeah. gets a little, what is that? That's the song, oh, but that's not yeah. the video. But uh, if it gets a little bit colder, maybe I'll go to the full long sleeve. But right now, it's still just 60s, so it's just three quarters. Honest, yeah, I, I think you're wearing it in the intro, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph oh, yeah. Is. I noticed what, uh, that just, just today for the first time. What, what's next, Thomas? Uh, all right, next question from Badwich. Where does this game fall on the shenanigans pyramid, Ralph? Mm. I don't know. Like There weren't that many shenanigans. No, like I mean, a pick, I, a pick six. Is he talking really about the Patriots or the? Tech? I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume he's talking about the Patriots game. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like the shenanigans, medium level. Because here's the here's the thing that I didn't. What talk was about shenanigans? What do what do we? What, the what shenanigans the game was qualifies. The shenanigans were the Saints mm-hmm. had delicious field position twice to start the game and did absolutely nothing with it, and. But all that is just because the Patriots the, pa- the, the Patriots do suck, but <laughs> I think the shenanigans part of it was honestly 
The Saints scoring on a pick six was the absolute perfect way to start that game because that crowd, Dave, I've felt that. Like when when the Saints had Mike Ditka as coach, you would go to the game and you'd be like, fuck this team. I hate this team. I bought these tickets. I'm going to use these tickets. But deep down, I hate this team, and I'm just waiting for them to screw up so I can boo them. Well, to be and, fair, in the Ditka era, you didn't buy the tickets. They were just on your windshield. Somebody just left them on your windshield. <laughs> no, no, no. You didn't, you didn't pay for them. No, we paid for them. Um, so here's the thing. So, like, the, the Honey Badger interception pick six was absolutely the perfect way to deflate the crowd and make them angry and turn them against the Patriots. So, like, on the shenanigans pyramid, I think that play is pretty high. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there were a lot of shenanigans in this game at all. And actually, I'm starting to wonder, though, like, uh, is there a thing with the Saints offense where they're only allowed to score after the, the first— the, the Saints defense has to score a touchdown first before the Saints offense can start scoring points. Like, I'm a little concerned that, like, defense maybe that's the rule. Teams, yeah. yeah, that's the rule. Uh, and so if the Saints uh, or special teams, if they don't get a touchdown first, uh, then the offense will not, is, they're, they're not allowed to uh, pass go and score a touchdown. Yeah, but medium, medium. I'll give you, I'll give you credit, Budrich. Medium. I didn't, I didn't think medium, there was a lot of shenanigans. I didn't medium think there were a lot of shenanigans in that game. Thomas, what's next? Right, next question uh, from Kif. A long one. Uh, suppose Carmichael is trying to get fired on purpose, like <laughs> George Costanza from the Yankees, <laughs> right, yeah. to go that's, to that's go to go be the head scout for the Broncos. <laughs> to what lengths? To what lengths? Besides bad play calling, will Pete go to piss off Saints fans and New Orleans? And get run out of town. I don't care because if I remember correctly, uh, I think the George Costanza theory was that if everything uh, that George thinks is right is wrong, then uh, the opposite has to be. Well, what did he do? Correct. Because- so, I mean, I, th- I think when he was doing that, I think everything ended up being okay. So, I think I'm no. okay with Carmichael trying to right. uh, sabotage it because he might accidentally fall ass backwards into. Uh, a uh, successful uh, Saints. What, what did what did George do? He built the he built the desk so he could take a nap, right? Well, no, but that wasn't that episode. Uh, no, I think that specific episode was. Didn't he want? Didn't he change? He wanted the the, the players to play in polyester or something. He, wanted, he switched he the wanted, uniforms to polyester. Or, he or wanted. Cotton. He wanted the he 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 tied the World Series trophy to his car and drove it around the parking lot. That's right. <laughs> That's he right. did that. Like he did a bunch of things. So like, I don't know, like Pete Carmichael, like if he wanted to get fired, like I think DA should drive around the parking lot with the, uh, the Lombardi 2010, uh, Lombardi Lombardi trophy and be like, you know what guys, this is what I fucking think of your Lombardi trophy. All right. (laughs) This is a, this is the Dennis Allen era. It's not the Sean Payton era. You want to play for Sean Payton? You can go to Denver and eat shit and suck it up in Denver. Okay. (laughs) We're winning here. You want to lose? You can go to Denver. I think Pete Carmichael, but the, the the point you made of like doing the opposite, whatever George thinks is right is wrong is actually right. Mm-hmm. So um, every instinct George has every, is is wrong, then the opposite must be correct. Right, that's right. So I was like, so Pete, but putting that aside, like I would think like Pete, he would need to like start an Instagram, and be like red beans and rice suck. 
um, oh, French yeah, Quarter. He, the French Quarter right. sucks. Just like yeah. walk around, like insult people. Like Pete Carmichael tr- trying. You know what would be funny though? Pete, the, the George Costanza theory of Pete Carmichael trying to get fired and being like, okay. I'm going to run play action. That's going to get me fired. I'm going to run motion. That's going to get me fired. And it works. And by the end of the year, he's the hottest head coaching candidate in the world. He's done so much stupid shit. It turns out to be crazy and it works. And uh, yeah, that's right. The Saints, the Saints winning a Super Bowl and somebody hiring Pete Carmichael to be their head coach. I think all of a sudden I wouldn't be able to to do Arizona. I wouldn't be able to do the live stream because I would be dead because I would just laugh. <laughs> I would laugh so hard. My body would uh, fall apart. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know, I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey. American Light Whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. All right, final question. Uh, not exactly Saints related, but it was from Monadula, so you know. Jesus, we should take bets on where we think, what direction we think this right. question is going in. He wanted Dennis Allen and P. Carmichael fired. No, it's not even. It's, it's not even Saints related. So this could be, you know, oh, this Lord. could be about, um, you know, how do you, what would you do if you're, if you found your parents dead on the kitchen floor, or this Jesus. could be. Well, I'm just saying it's Monadula, or this could be. Uh, you know, what's your favorite puppy that you would want to rescue Number from one the Monodula fan they they see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, here we go. Let's go. Don Cariello, Monodula yeah. asks, right. what number of the podcast, guys, <laughs> any watch Fast and Furious movies? <laughs> I am taking the under on 0.5. Wait, what's the question? How many Fast and Furious movies have you watched? Zero. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Seriously, people watch those things. Uh, I haven't I, seen the God. I haven't seen the Godfather. You think I'm watching the Fast and the Furious? Like Monadula <laughs> thinks nobody watched it. What? Nobody any, watched any. the Fast and Furious? Like that's what he thinks. Yeah. Oh, it's a very. Po- they made eight of them or nine of them. No, they have ten. Yeah, people are watching them. I'm not one of them, but uh, people are watching them. Yeah, I I have Fast and Furious like, fifteen faster than ever. I've seen like th- I've seen like three of them. Like, Fast and really? Furious sixteen Which even ones? faster. Which I don't you... know, like like two or three. Like Tokyo, <laughs> I, I've seen the one that's terrible. That, like, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. No, Fast and Furious. How yeah. fast can you go? The last movie I saw in <laughs> theater, theater was. Are these real names? 
Top Gun I don't Maverick. know, man. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun. But Top they Gun. could be. They could be, though. What's the one with Lightning McQueen? That's uh, I've seen that one. That's Cars. Oh. <laughs> um, I saw that one. So I'm trying to think of the last. Is it part adult... of the series, man? It could be. <laughs> I'm man. trying it to think be. of the last adult movie I saw in the theater. Top Gun Maverick. Man, you, you adult, didn't see movie, adult movie is like you know. You didn't go see Barbie. You don't have a daughter. I didn't go. I didn't do Barbie and Oppenheimer back to back. Barbenheimer. You're, you're one of those just boy dads. I'm a boy. I, I got one it. kid. I got one no. kid, and he's a boy. Uh, I saw Elemental in the theater. Yeah, that, yeah okay. I, I I remember that was like uh, that was needlessly upsetting. I, like my wife and I were sobbing coming out of that movie. <laughs> like that was that did not have to be that sad. Why does every Pixar movie now have to be uh, a sob fest? I'm trying to think. I saw the Turbocharged, Fast and the Furious, and Tokyo Drift. That was the. Okay. I went in Tokyo Drift. I went on a date to see Tokyo Drift. And How old is that movie? 2006. And I fell asleep in the theater. During the date. <laughs> during, the, during the date. Oh, I, man, during I wish we were doing this. I, you know, I wish we did this podcast earlier and we could have had Ralph and we could have had Kevin and Ralph. Was it, was it a first date? Was it a first date, Ralph? Yeah. yeah I wish we could have had it Ralph. It was a first date? It was second date. It was like a second or okay, third. second date. All right. All right. We could in, have played the in, violin while Orange Ralph County. talks about how the girl didn't realize he had only one good fucking arm. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. <laughs> she didn't realize I was that, a cripple. That's why he went to the theater, you know, I, because it's harder to see. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. And I woke up, and I remember that she uh, she's like, "Did you sleep during the movie?" And I was like, "No, no, no." And she's like, "You fucking did." And I was like, "Yeah, I did." Oh my god! And she was mad. She was mad. Oh, she, she caught you red-handed. She caught me. I was you fucked up, man. The- and that's like the biggest insult I can give a movie is like I fell, fell asleep during the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I was the first part only. I don't, know any, I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't like this type of type of music. I don't know anything so. about it. So, Manadula, was this like, when you were in New Orleans, or were you in California? I was in California or were you... by that. I was in Orange County by that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, I would say like if you if you knock that one off, if you don't count it because I fell asleep during it. I would say like my... that counts. Okay, <laughs> It count. Okay, so that that counts. So three. Why would that two, not count? Two and a half because I was asleep during it. Like I wasn't really watching. Just like it. I was one half of a movie. Like what? I mean, I was there. That counts. But well, like, it's a push, man. It's a he, it's a, he's it's a below. Push. It's a push. It's a push. Below one half, so it's a push, man. Because you saw only half. Zero. Yeah. I will, I will never watch. Then the Marans woke up, man. They, I know. I know. I Thank know. I can man. hear it. Thank you, Manadula. We appreciate the question. Your kids must be, you know, up to something. <laughs> they are downloading something. So, um, guys, thanks for the mailbag question, as always. Keep them coming. Thomas always gets to as many as he can. We'll use them all eventually. Uh, we need the content. Even the uh, monodula ones. Even the monodula ones. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas categorizes them. Do we have and, to? and Thomas, Thomas <laughs> really... <laughs> 
Thomas really cares about making sure that everybody's questions get used. All the he really does. He really, he does. really does. He really does. I love the mailbags. I love the mailbags. Trust me, if it was me, I would not give a shit about if I skipped over your question or not. But, but Thomas, Thomas really cares does care. a lot, and that's why he's the best producer in the world because he cares about the patrons. We love we love the patrons, and and honestly, the mailbag that we do is one of my favorite things we do. Uh, always. So, guys, thanks for especially thanks for with monodula questions. With monodula, yeah. send, send like send us weird questions. It's football season, but we don't give a damn. Like send us yeah. weird questions, no, like I Fast don't. and the Furious movie. We'll answer them. We don't care. That's what people want to know. They, the thing is, if you ask us weird questions, you're more likely to learn something about us personally. Like I fell asleep watching <laughs> Tokyo Drift. You wouldn't you wouldn't have known that otherwise if you wouldn't if monodula hadn't asked the question. Okay. So ask, bring the weird questions. Send them to Thomas, and we'll answer them. So, guys, thanks for uh, supporting the show, and uh, we appreciate you. Uh, thanks to Dave for hanging out and doing the mailbag. Thanks for Thomas for running the show back in Poland. Guys, thanks. Uh, and until next time, the bar is closed. <laughs>